The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I am joined today by a good friend and a past WHMP, WRSI employee, Julia Mines. Hello. Hello. It's so good to be with you. Hi, Julia. Hi. And it's a really happy reunion because this was my workplace for many years, and there is Monty. Monty. Oh, here I Monty. am. Yeah. Julia wrote some of the greatest commercials of all time on these radio stations. I agree. Was one of the rare combinations of people that was both an excellent salesperson mm. and marketer uh, and could write creative copy, which there are people that are good at one mm. and there are people that are good at the other, but there are very few people that are good at both. Oh, thank you so much. You're and welcome. it takes one to know one. Oh, thanks. Yes. That was just about the sweetest thing, watching you walk in here and just all the love that just yeah. happened in yeah. the studio. And also talking to Barbara Kushka, Babs. who I've been here for 20 years, which is a long time, but she's oh. been here for a thousand years. <laughs> yes, that is a lot of years, and we love her. The dearly. station that we're in, or the yes. room that we're in, in the station that we're in, is named after her. The Barbara J. Kushka Studio. I didn't know that, which actually. Is yeah. pretty big time. Yeah. Big time. Very big I time. won't ever have a studio. Me either. Here. Named after me. You might. 20 years? We'll see. We'll see. TikTok. We'll see. That's a long time. It's true. 20 years is more than Julia's 13.2. But that's a long time. That is a half marathon. <gasps> of years. Very good. And a half marathon is nothing to shake a stick at. No, it was uh, It was definitely a half marathon being here. It's more it than a half definitely. marathon. Yeah. Yeah. It's a few. In a good way. Yeah. It was so many things, as most things are, right? Yeah. 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 And you were very good. At writing copy Thank and you. getting, uh, let's see, more out of the businesses, the business owners than I think they anticipated, that they mm. knew that they had. Yeah. I mean, I'm just speaking of from when I owned Jackson and Connor yes. and the fun things that we did and the creative juices that were flowing. I feel like we would push the envelope and really... Absolutely. Go there. Yeah. And wherever it, there was. You know, it's really funny because I feel like my work in radio, doing all that, working with the clients, creating ads, really uh, drawing things out of them, that is what I still do, except in an entirely different context. So it's still my work, helping people come forward and come out and uh, just uh, using it differently. Uh, no ads come out of it, but they get more of themselves, and they do more better at work and are happier. Well, their personal brand comes out of it, right? I mean, like more of who they are and what they stand for and what their strengths are. And yes. So in a way, sames, samesies. Yeah, sure. Be because yeah. what do you do now, Julia Mines? <laughs> He's always uh, asking the really grounded landing question. Well, I really wanted, tough question. Most yes. of the listeners don't know Julia <laughs> no, Mines. No, they don't. And I'm and trying to think been... on behalf of them. Yes, thank you. Because sometimes Tara yes. forgets to ask people, <laughs> yes. oh yeah, what do you do? That's right. Yeah. We would get there. Okay. He's always trying to rush. Uh, on the clock. He has the clock in his hand. That's right. He's in radio. Mm -hmm. He's got the whole clock <laughs> in his hand. She sings every episode. Uh, that's I great. usually join her. <laughs> Maybe I'll join you later. Yes. Then. All right. Uh, I'm a coach. I'm a leadership and organizational coach. I'm interested in what makes people flourish and thrive at work and in their being. 
and how they bring that to their lives and their workplaces. And since we spend about 120,000 hours in our lives at work, I think that matters. Wow. Yeah. I See, I thought, say it like that. I thought I was good with my 13.2. No, you are. You <laughs> absolutely 120,000 hours. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. And how are they spent? How are, are they, they spent? spent? Well, yeah. you know, 70% of the workforce is disengaged. Unhappy. Unhappy. At mailing work. it in. Yes. Ugh. I know. Do you think that number's gone up or down in the new work? From home, work from where you are, flexibility. Yeah. It, it depends. It yeah. depends who you are. Uh, a lot of people got happier being able to manage their lives from home. A lot of people, it was pretty stressful because they were isolated or they couldn't take a break from work and life. There was just too much of everything. So... So the numbers essentially sort of stayed the same. They go up a Got little, it. they go down a little bit, but mostly they stay right there. So does work really have anything to do with someone's happiness? Mm. Or is it like, it, are they more in control inside of themselves? That's, that's what I'm trying to ask. Like, it's is it really question. the person or is it the work? It's a great question. It's both, actually. I mean, when we go to work, there are so many things that we cannot control but if we can become masterful over the things we can control, we can have a better experience at work. And uh, talking to the guy I just met in the hallway. Dan. Dan, Dan Torres. Yes. Uh, where am I going Dan with the this? man. About yes. work. Work. About control. Yeah. Right. You know, a lot of people, quiet quitting, not quiet quitting, That's just quitting. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's quitting, though. Or quiet quitting. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I need him. Yes. We Monty need you. needs him. Yeah. Maybe buy him some chocolates. Okay. This, just in case. Uh, you know, a lot of people think that being unhappy at work means they have to leave work. And sometimes you, if you actually like the organization you work for, if you like the work that you do, there are ways to make your workplace better. And that's called job crafting. And sometimes it's a matter of negotiating that out of your workplace to get to a place where you feel happier at work. Because why is it important to feel happy at work? Anybody? Oh, because you're there for 120,000 hours? <laughs> That's one reason, yes. Right, because you spend so much time there. And what's the point of spending time there if you're not happy? Yeah, absolutely. But also, happier people at work make better colleagues they produce better work. They come up with more original ideas. They want to see their workmates succeed. They're better team players. It's good if the people in a workplace are happier. And the circles of work and the rest of your life overlap. So Say more about probably, that. Well, I'm just, I'm thinking of these two circles that have this like connecting piece somewhere in the middle and your home life if your yeah. home life is good, your work's probably going to be better. And if yes. your work life is good, then your home life is probably right. going to be better. That's so. absolutely true. And the converse is also true, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. if you're suffering at work, you bring it home. And do you know what? Not only does it impact your family, but we each influence at least more or less seven other people. That's how big it ripples out. So your mailman may be suffering because you don't like 
going to work. Robin. Okay. Robin is there my male go. person. Barry. No. <laughs> I love Don't Robin. do it. I Don't do it to these things. people. <laughs> Don't do it to your male persons. Yes. Yeah. Right. That so, would be bad. I mean, it, no. it really does make an impact. It does make an impact. Yeah. And I think we don't think about that when we go to work with a chip on our shoulder or right. you yep. know, the things that we do that influence other people. But yeah. It's funny that it's seven. Seven people. More or less. More or less. Okay. It's okay. like the Kevin take. Bacon game. Yes. Well, number of people. Exactly. That's what I was yes. thinking of. That's yeah. exactly right. what I was thinking yeah. of. It's like it must just be everything is seven. Yes. In that in that sort of Yes. Yeah. So you've been doing this for eleven point seven years. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> impressed with you. You're very good with numbers. Um, LinkedIn yes. actually oh, told me this. That's very good. They're keeping track of yes. all of your jobs and yes. all the things that you've done. Yes. Yep. So you are a coach. Yes. And you focus on people in their workplace and, yep. and finding more happiness and resilience. Yep. Is everyone just burnt out, burnt out right now from um, the pandemic? Yeah. I mean, is that a thing? Yes. Are you seeing that across the board? Yes. Young, I'm seeing old. tired people. Yeah. Mostly tired people. Uh, other possible words, beleaguered, uh, insecure. Uh, but the really good news is it doesn't take a lot if you know what to do to shift it around. It really doesn't. It doesn't take analysis. It doesn't take... Um, beating oneself up. No, never. Not that. But I'm perfect. <laughs> how great is that? <laughs> look in that mirror and say, gosh, darn it. People like me. That that's yeah. <laughs> but there are uh, the kind of coaching that, I do. <laughs> you're like a little, well, more. a little more than that. I mean, that doesn't hurt. That's good. It's a good start. And but, <laughs> you know, I have the secret of the universe. Are you ready for it? Lean in. Monty is leaning in I'm for leaning those in. My lips are I'm touching tempted, the mic. I'm tempted to do the radio thing and say, like, we should take a break and hear the secret of the universe after. <laughs> oh, is it time? It is time. Um, Let's do right, it. We're going to save That's it. That's such Good a radio call. thing for me to have done. Good call. All right. And Julia, how do you, how do you say Monty's name? Monty. Monty. <laughs> Monty. <laughs> Good job, Monty. Thank you. Very good. You can't yeah. call me that, though. No, I won't call you that. <laughs> I won't remember to call you that. <sighs> okay, anyway, we're taking a break. Julia Mines, thank you um, thank for you. being here. This thank is you. Tara Brewster, and you're listening to the Western Mass Business Show, and we'll hear the secret of the universe. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Julia Mines, who is a resilience coach for humans to find more purpose and meaning in their works, to have better ripple effects outside of their works on each other, their coworkers, their spouses, their male people. I don't care what gender you are. <laughs> but we left on a cliffhanger. We did. When we just broke. Yes. You must tell us the, the secret of, of the, the universe. universe. Absolutely. All right. Ready? I'm holding my breath. Okay. It's, it's a question to ask, and it's a question we don't ask enough. And the question is, what went well? That's it. Is the answer 42? Because that was from the Hitchhiker's <laughs> Guide to the Galaxy, and we didn't know what the question was. Now you have 
a question. What went well? What went well? What went well? 42? We ask, <laughs> was that a precedent? Are you referring no. to a precedent? No. I mean, oh, it please. was, but yeah. that's not, yeah. the, that's not no. the reference. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Um, I like that question. What, what went well? What went well? Because often we're saying, what's the problem? What went wrong? What went off the rails? And then we analyze what went wrong. We dig in deep. We know a lot about the problem. But what we don't know about is the solution. Mm. And if we ask what went well, that offers a roadmap to finding a solution and getting our way out of the thing that didn't go well. Because look, spit happens. Mm. I saw that on a baby bib once. Must have been on mm -hmm. radio to know that you couldn't say certain things yeah, on thank, the air. Thank yeah. you for that. Thank yeah. you yes, for that. That's, yes. that's my career in radio. Yeah. But by asking that question, if something, when things go wrong, and they do all the time, that's, that's not wrong necessarily. If you're doing precision surgery... That is a big problem. You do want to assess and pull that apart and figure out how to do it right the next time. But a lot of us don't work in fields that require surgery, and there's a lot more nuance. And one way to pay attention to the nuance is to ask what went well. So it's actually a brain thing. Mm. It's a brain thing. We... Um, we have this thing called the negativity bias in our brain. We are hardwired for threat. Uh, our ancient ancestors who lived in tree trunks and caves, they scanned the horizon to see where the predators were or the enemies. And if they didn't, they ended up as lunch for somebody else or something else. And that's still in our brains. For most of us, we're not... Uh, peering out of our caves, wondering if that wild lion is going to, to harm us. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of very complicated, tricky stuff in the world and good reasons to feel threatened. But still, it's up to manage that. And by asking what went well, we can do a better job of managing that. And here's how many seconds you get with that because the brain will convert a negative experience really quickly into long-term memory about two seconds but a good experience it takes more like 12 to 20 seconds so in order to offset this negativity bias we want to spend time marinating in the things that went well and there's a scientific term for that. This is the second secret of the universe. Wow. Yeah. We're getting a We're lot. We're getting a lot of secrets. And it's no, only the even... second segment. Oh, my God. Maybe maybe we'll be racking them up by the end. Wow. I'm yeah. kind of hoping for like five or six. You, just you saying. can take it to the bank. I, yeah. I do. I will. Oh, and the you work. Yes, she does. Yes, Absolutely. I do. Although they don't let me near any vaults. So yeah. your money is safe with GSP. If you went there with the secret of the universe, they might let you in. They, they might. Yeah. I try that a lot with my coworkers. They no. don't, they yeah. don't I, do that. No. 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 They're skilled. Okay. Yeah. But what's the next secret? So the next secret is the scientific word for spending time in these 12 to 20 seconds of goodness 
It's called, and you will recognize this term, Moni, savoring. Oh. Savoring. <laughs> I love that word. It's a great it's word. It's just Cena's face. <laughs> I and love savoring. You do. You know something about that because you're a wine guy. I'm a wine guy because of Julia Mines, by the way. Really? Because a million years ago, I said, anybody who's here work with anybody who's an expert in wine because I don't like beer and the way it makes me feel. But I think I could like wine and I could get to know about it. And Julia Mines was the rep for State Street and said, oh, there's a woman there named Judy O'Brien. She's willing to talk to you once. And well, the rest is history. The rest is history. If you haven't checked it out on the website, yes, Cooper's was just on <gasps> in State Street. Rich, oh, um, and Rich. he's transitioning the business. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow, so you'll get to big. have a little flavor of oh, him and his new. Um, okay, buyer. I am going yes. to check. Make that sure out. to yes, absolutely. You can savor the yes. flavor of that Cooper's interview for yes. sure. So here's the thing. What I'm suggesting is that we all need to become connoisseurs of our lives, connoisseurs of moments, good moments, what went well. So what did go well so far today? Oh, my God, everything. (gasps) It all went well. Let's Mm. see. It went, we... We are we dressed, coordinated. Again. Tara Rooster and I sometimes, somehow, miraculously end up coordinating. We're Wave both length. wearing like leopard print Wave shoes, length. and I'm also wearing a leopard print uh, print sweater. Yeah. I, I mean that is remarkable. So it, that's kind of it happens quite often. Yeah. Well, it's like our thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, which I think means that we're on like a deep. I think so too. Uh, <laughs> sort of emotional, energetic level. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That we don't know about. I went to a women's event. Today, um, mm. on Venture Way in Hadley, that mm. was pretty great. Oh, mm. hung out with a bunch of ladies in a room, which mm. you don't get to do often. Mm. Mm. I can't help but think about food, though. Yeah, that Save, can be you're there. savoring. Yeah, Did a, you eat I, anything? I had good? a kale salad with oh. cumin and mm. olive oil and salt and hemp, mm. hemp heart. Mm. Yeah, that was good. Mm. Hemp heart, hemp heart, hemp hearts, or hemp so, seed. Yeah, so huh. now that you actually have some ideas of some things that went well, I wonder how you might use that in other areas of your life. And that's really the deal. That's what coaching is, by the way. It's leveraging what went well over here, over there. Mm. I don't want to coordinate my clothing with anyone else. (laughs) That's okay, (laughs) I would have a delicious meal with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. But I think maybe what Julia is saying is that the ripple effect of good Mm. can be extended out. And if we focus on the good when we're in conversation with our partners or our kids, then Mm. we're not having a negative narrative. So instead of coming home and being like, why are these dishes still in the sink? I can come home and be like... I had a delicious salad. Yep. Of hemp heart. And and (laughs) because you will be in a more uh, resilient state, a more resourced state, you might make an interesting choice about what to do with those dishes in the sink because they're not going to magically disappear. But instead of perhaps kicking the dog. (gasps) I don't have a dog. (laughs) I'm like. Who kicks dogs? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I'm uh-huh. so sorry. It's okay. Uh, but you know, it means you might make a different kind of choice. The playback. 
right? Mm. How you play back your day, like what you choose to say to people and what you choose not to say to people. It's like this quote that's on the wall of my yoga studio in Florence. <laughs> we, for, we always thank God for the good things that happen, but forget to thank God for the bad things that happen. Mm. Narrative. Mm. Yeah. The story, which story are you telling? Um, I'm wondering if yes. you're trying to tell us how to do a brain quirk. Is that what this is? I don't know what a brain quirk is. Oh, I read it on your LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. I bet. Well, we can find out. <laughs> there, there, we certainly have some quirks yeah. in our brain. Yeah, yeah. I didn't and know and if it was like a them. trick or like a just oh, a, no. Just a, Sorry. Yeah, no, okay. a quirk is that we will look for what's bad before what's right. Got it. And right. so we have to offset that yeah. if we want to have a better experience. Narrative. Yep. Mm -hmm. Storytelling. Yep. Got it. Yep. It's like this expressions of a stormtrooper. <laughs> Tara is looking at a coffee mug now that has four <laughs> pictures of a stormtrooper on it, which obviously has no expressions. And it says expressions of a stormtrooper, angry, happy, sad, confused, and they all look the same. But that's your narrative. Whatever you choose to focus on there, maybe you... Maybe you're happy, but... And, and listen, I'm not saying slap a happy face on stuff that's painful or bad or wrong, but I am saying, how can you become, how can we, any of us, become more resourceful? We can actually wire good stuff into our brains, stronger neural pathways to recognize the good. I dig it. And it's work. It's not magic, but, you know, it's something we pay attention to. Where we pay attention is where our minds go. That's right. It's our focus. Yes. Right. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take another break okay. after all that goodness. Thank you for leading us there. Maybe we'll get some more Secrets of the Universe when we return mm. with Julia Mines. I'm Tara Brewster, and you've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Julia Mines, who has had a long and storied career in the region, starting at, according to your LinkedIn, Kerpalu Center for Yoga and Health in the Berkshires, where you spent 12.2 years. <laughs> I wish it, I, LinkedIn I did wasn't not, so specific. I wish I we know, could divide out the hundred and... 20,000 hours of wow. work right. into 12.2. No, that's And great. I would say that instead, but yes. my phone's charging, so that's we can't so funny. do that. Um, how was that for you? It was something else. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems a little cultish to me. Um, maybe well, back it, in the day, it was yeah. a little bit more like You're that. You're the one that went to a yoga studio that had some weird God quotes I on did. the wall. I did. They have a lot of, they have a lot of good, good quotes. Point. I mean, it does make me think, though. I'm like, right. I always like say, oh, thank God this good thing happened or whatever. But I never mm -hmm. say, like, thank God I got in an accident or thank no. God I lost my job or, nope. you know. Right. So and, and it's narrative, yeah. Monty. Right. It's narrative. Right. So uh, one more time, what was the question? <laughs> Kripalu. Yeah. Yes. Is that a question? Yeah. Well, you were the program designer and facilitator. I was one, what, yes. What does that do? What does that job 
do. Right. First of all, I did not live there for 13.2 <laughs> years, was it? But like 6.1? No. Okay. No. no. I, I did live there for a couple years and a half. Yep. And uh, But I did have a professional relationship there for a number of years. And I created programs and delivered them for guests. I also did teach yoga and meditation and those were really good things for me because I had been working in, and living in Boston. And I said, I think it's time to go, but I'm not sure what's next. And I said, I'll just go west and do a little yoga for the summer. So I did that. I worked in the kitchen. I cleaned bathrooms. But I also got to do a lot of yoga which was fun, except it was the most stressful place on the planet. And <laughs> ironic. <laughs> ironic. Very ironic. And oh, at that, yeah, right. Get me out of here, please. Yeah, Where am was, I going? <laughs> it was very, very challenging at that time. And actually, it was kind of culty. So um, I was there to make a pit stop and get a reset. And people were very much... Uh, in relationship and awe with their guru. So tends to happen a lot in these types of places. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you think of Bikram and others. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, with no accountability, mm. with no oversight, those things can happen. Having a little like temple of doom. Om nam shivai. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Rip your heart right out of your chest. Yeah, that's an Indiana like, Jones oh, reference, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like doing the, like a, you Sorry. look like you're having yes. a kundalini awakening <laughs> yeah. over That's there. That's what happened in the temple, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, I better go. You'll have to watch -watch that later that. Yeah. Right. this weekend yeah. or something. It's little, yeah, it's good. So it's no Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> no, no. But uh, I did have an interesting experience there. Yeah, I I fell in love with a monk while I was there. There was an order of monks there known as renunciates. Do you know that about me? Yes. Yes. Right. So, you know why? Because every time I meditate, I think about you telling me a story about your monk boyfriend. Oh, my God. <laughs> Almost every time. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize we're... We're connected by meditation. I love it. Very, very sweet. Um, he wasn't um, He wasn't my boyfriend while he was a monk. Okay. He demonked, right. just to be clear. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But it was interesting. <laughs> anyway, so I left with a guy who had been a monk... Uh, it was time to go. The community was collapsing. The guru was outed as having uh, abused and molested some of the women in the community. Bad. Not good. Nope. And they really, I think they did an extraordinary job of looking at themselves, looking at what did not go well. So mm. that they would not make those mistakes again. Mm -hmm. But what they retained was what did work. What was good about Kripalu? And they, they kept that and kept that growing and going. And a lot of people love to go there. Oh, yeah. They're thriving mm -hmm. today. Yeah. They even have a special, if you live less than 45 miles away, you can go there for a day R&R &R for not that much money. Yep. Which That's I keep saying great. I should do, but... You know, oh, a day away of R and R. Seems. Yes, you are a very hard worker. Yes, that would be fetched. lovely. Mm -hmm. yep. Yes, I'm gonna do it. Yep, maybe we should leave all your together. phone here. Ah, oh. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woman <laughs> stuck on 91. It <laughs> doesn't know where she's going. <laughs> Can't call for help. <laughs> Go save her. <clears throat> anyway, mm. that sounds lovely. And it sounds like in a lot of ways gave you your base for yeah what you're doing now. Absolutely. There yeah. are definitely some threads yeah. running through my checkered past. Yes. <laughs> we all have one. Yeah. We all have one. Some yes. have spotted pasts. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like big uh, cats. That's a reference to Monty Sweater. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So so you left Kerpalu. Yep. And then you landed at Florence Station. Oh, uh, first I did some social work yeah. before oh. that. Yeah. And then said I could either go to social work school or I could go be on the radio. Whoa, on you the like radio. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be on the radio? Yeah. And that's I mean, come what on. I chose. I picked that. Yeah. But, you know, as these things go, I'm doing work that isn't social work, meaning I'm not in the trenches working with people on social issues, but I am uh, working with people again. And that was part of the work I did at the river when I was in advertising, working with my clients. And that's what I'm doing now. And that, that is what I should be doing. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, you know, working with people, helping them find their best selves or, you know, their reasons for being or living or shining bright is sort of your forte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So you were at the river. Yes. 13.2 years. Yes, I was. Oh, my goodness. And it, they were some of the most amazing and challenging years. Amazing. What, what went well? Yeah. <laughs> what went well was that I got, I got to think about people in the community. When I first started here, I thought, Advertising was evil. I really, really thought, yeah, oh yeah. You took the job thinking advertising is evil. Yes, I did. Hmm. Yeah, because I really wanted radio. I thought it was a cool, cool medium. But so you wanted radio all the time and no advertising on the air. I I don't know. Okay. I it just I the idea that I was going to be making ads. And then a couple of things happened. I discovered that I could actually help people. I could help the small businesses on Main Street compete with the big box stores. And I started to feel a little like Robin Hood, like I could take from the big box stores and give to the merchants uh, on Main Street. And they could be really successful. So I love that you literally just direct quoted from your LinkedIn. You have her LinkedIn memorized? No, I wrote I wrote that all down because I was going to talk about that. Because I love that she said, I'm like a Robin Hood to these small businesses and help them compete against big box stores. I thought that was amazing. So I wrote down that whole thing. Advertising wow. can wow. be evil. Like you're not wrong right. about that, but it's right. like almost every single tool. It can be wielded yes. for the good. And I think yeah. that if you believe in downtowns and brick and mortar yep. businesses and mm-hmm. small businesses and standing up to corporations, I think that, that there is a place for that in this building. And yeah. you were for a long time a big part of that. Yep. And you know what? It was, I loved it. I loved it. There is art. There is art to good commercials. 
And I love listening to commercials. I really do. There are commercials I love watching on TV. I tear up. I mean, I'm, I'm okay being persuaded to do something that could actually benefit me. I'm okay with that. So I really had a 180 on that. And yeah. Really, yeah. And, and I got to work with exquisite people. I'm staring at one of them now. I know. Tara Brewster. <laughs> she was she's not looking at me. She's looking she at you. She was your ad rep for Jackson and Connor. <laughs> it's was. true. It's she true. Was. But that came later. Yeah. You came first. Uh, I remember when you came. Because you're a chicken, not an egg. Oh, which came first? <laughs> yeah, I was a chicken when I came here, though, 20 years you ago. Are? I was in, very famously, Julia Mines used to say to me all the time, you're not even in the demo. <laughs> Like we're trying to reach like 35 to 55 year olds and I was 24 and whenever she didn't like something I said, mostly jokingly, she would say, you're not even in the demo. Oh my goodness. I, I forgot love that. that. Now I am. What a zinger. Now I, I know. The... What a zinger. I'm so, I'm really sorry I no, did that. I loved it. I thought it was I'm fun. I'm so sorry. Gave him his thick skin. No, wow. it wasn't even that. It was, I always thought of it was just funny. Yeah. I thought it was gentle ribbing in a kindly way. Yes. Yeah. Well. That's Julia. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Monty, Monty was a great piece of, of being here. And then things changed. Things shifted around and it got harder, more stress, more expectations. And I was tired. It was time to go. So Gotta I know did. when it's time to go, just like right now. We have to take a break. <laughs> So you've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster. I'm here today with Julia Mines, who's taking us through her long and storied career, telling us what went well and little bits of what might not have been so rosy. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Julia Mines and Monty. <laughs> I only have another seven minutes to be able to say it to you. We'll see. Maybe yeah. I'll give you a pass. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I can't. Anyways. Hello. Julia, hi. Yes, Yes, hi. refocusing in yes. our last segment. So what goes well for you and your clients? Yep. Tell me a little bit about some of the magic that happens. Okay. For those who are just tuning in, yeah. Julia Mines, as a coach, likes to reframe people's narratives about assessing their business, their life, what's gone on, and instead of thinking about what's gone wrong, to focus more on what's gone well. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, you know, there are some themes that people come in with a lot, and two that spring to mind are... People want more confidence. That's a big one. Confidence in their strategy, confidence in their thinking, confidence to take a risk, confidence to do something they, they might want to do but don't know how. So that's one theme. And another theme is how do I get other people to do what I want? That's a big one. <laughs> and... Advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Suggestive sales. That's, that's one way. And another is to sort of flip the way we think about it. Exude to, confidence. <laughs> actually, here's how you help people become more confident. 
crazy, but I might ask somebody, so what went well? (laughs) Or (laughs) another way to say that question is, when have you done that in the past? When has it worked out in the past? Tell me a story about what that looked like when you were able to do that. Or here's another tricky thing that I will do. I'll say, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most confident you've ever been and 1 being not confident at all, where are you now? And somebody might say, uh, I'm a, a 5 or a 6, and this happened just yesterday. Or they might even say, I'm a 3. And I'll say, okay, so how come you're a 5 or a 6 but not a four or five. Like, what is that five or six made of? And they start talking about even the three. When somebody tells me I'm I'm only at a three, and I'll say, okay, but how come you're not at a one? And they'll start naming the things that make up the three. And as they do that, their energy increases, and they start sounding more confident. And that is about refocusing and remembering and unpacking what went well. (laughs) And would you also call that leveling up? You could, yeah. Like what what does leveling up mean to you? Because it's a word I saw. um, Recently added in Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Really? Yep. Oh, maybe you want to define it then. I mean, I, I'll, I go, mean, I'll Google yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Google it right Mindy's now for us. Google just because, for us. you know, yeah. when I think about coaching and leaders and, yeah. and high potentials, you know, yes. things that you talk about um, in your coaching, yep. you know, to me, it kind of all equates to leveling up, right? Yeah. To like moving yourself further down the line, which is yes. what you're talking about with your yes. scale of 10. Yep. Mm-hmm. According but- to Merriam-Webster, <laughs> level up, verb, to advance or improve oneself, someone else, or something in or as if in a game. So Kevin has leveled up the brands of both networks is clear in their programming selections. That's coming from a cable news source (laughs) that they've got, that the idea that you improve your game, Mm -hmm. be that an actual game game or your business game or your game of life. Yep. Not Mm -hmm. the game life, which is also an actual game. Takes forever. Yeah. So, okay, one more time with the question. Well, just... How does it work? What does it look like? You know, yeah. is leveling up or is 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 moving people further down yep. the line from one to five? Mm-hmm. I mean, how how are you moving that? Is it by this coaching communication getting yep. me to say, oh, this went really well today and this went really well. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm not a three. I'm a six. Why <laughs> well, did I give myself a three? Well, sometimes that. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, it's a process. And uh as I used to say here at the river, it's like building a lasagna and it happens in layers and it's learning and practice and forgetting and then remembering again. People start doing it for themselves. And when people's confidence grows, they can do anything. And at the beginning of a a session, I'll say to somebody, what do you want to have by the end of our session? And they'll tell me, And by the end of the session, they leave with 
confidence because they were able to get the thing they wanted. And I just served as a facilitator. I asked questions that opened some doors or new pathways of thinking. But when people are confident, they can level up. They can move forward. They can move up. They can take, um, they can take more risks. And that is how we grow and accomplish things. Did that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Okay. And I think you're doing God's work with a lot of people who need some handholding and advice and suggestions because we all get stuck in these ruts of yeah. the narrative of our family or our yeah. growing up or our corporate structure. Yep, absolutely. So most of my work actually is not necessarily giving advice. As a coach, I ask a lot of questions and I do a lot of reflecting back of what's going well, and also where you're not seeing yourself clearly and where you may want to make some tweaks so that you can be as confident, as clear, as productive as you want to be. You know, I may have a secret agenda for you, but it's not really my agenda in a room. It's it's what you want yeah. when you come into the room. I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you for holding space for us, oh. Julia Mines. Oh. And oh. being here oh. today. Thank you. Um, for so this if people time wanted together. to find you, do you have yep. a website? I do. What is it? Uh, Julia, www, which doesn't stand for what went well in this particular case. Oh. Yes, it does. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, going to be the subject line oh for my our goodness, uh, yeah, for yeah, sure. For www. Sure. Uh, Julia, uh, Julia at JuliaMinds.com. Yeah. Right. Great. So, Perfect. Yes. Thank you well, so thank much. You. Thank you for being here. This thank has been you. super fun. Thank you. And thank you to Greenfield Savings Bank, my employer, who has been mm. in the community for 153 years with 10 branches throughout Franklin and Hampshire County. Mm. I appreciate GSB so much for giving me a job and doing what they do for mm. all of us in the region. Tom Mashenko is our new CEO. So say hi to him if you see him out and about. And also to Business West, George O'Brien and his team providing all of us with so much great knowledge and information about the goings-on and the who's who mm. throughout the region, all four counties. Thank you, G-O-B. Gob, you're the best. This is Tara Brewster signing off from the Western Mass Business Show with, what's his name? Monty. 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 <laughs> My last time, Monty. And Julia Mines, thank you so much for listening. Let me sit on top of your knee